Thor, The Dark World. I will tell you how when Thor came out in 2011, not really looking forward to it. Why? Because I don't really care for Thor, the character. I don't really care for things like Asgard. And I don't really care for Norse gods. And I don't care for dudes with hammers, with mystical powers, and people flying around in space. It's honestly, it's the Marvel thing that when we start hitting the, the, the sci-fi area, it's just too sci-fi. It's too fantasy for me. It's just out of my wheelhouse. It's not in what I enjoy. However... I ended up being surprised and how much I enjoyed Thor. Hey, this was a good time. This movie was fun and it was funny and I, all of the things that I was worried about in getting a Thor movie, well, forget it. Just forget it. That movie took care of all of those problems. Didn't have a single issue with that movie, at least in terms of my preconceived notions going in. So here we are a couple of years later. It's time for a sequel. Time for Thor The Dark World as we head further into the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 2 that started with Iron Man 3 earlier this year. And everything that I was worried about in the first movie that did not happen in the first movie, well, it happened here. Yeah, that's right. It happened right here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel really bad because I really wanted to like this movie. Now, you're saying, Dan, what's the movie about? Because I'm the, one of the five people who didn't bother to go see it this weekend. Okay, well, here's our Thor sequel. He's back in Asgard, and in fact, he spends most of his time there, which may be part of the problem, and he is facing a villain named Malekith, who is a dark elf. And the dark elves were around at the beginning of time, before the light was created. And since they were dark elves and it was darkness, everything was awesome for them. And then the light came around and that ruined things. So now what they wanted to do was turn the entire universe into darkness so they could rule it again. And if that plot line sounds like it's cool to you, then this movie is probably for you a lot more than it is for me. Because just in the opening exposition, I knew... I was in trouble. I knew it. So, here we have Thor, and he's back in Asgard, and he's hanging around with Odin and all of his fantasy friends, right? And he's doing his Thor business up there. Meanwhile, on Earth, it just so happens that his girlfriend, his gal pal from the first movie, Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman. Hello, Natalie. Hello, Natalie. I'm still here, by the way. I don't know how that that whole wedding of yours turned out for you, but... If you're interested, so am I. But anyway, it just so happens that she runs into whatever the evil dark power is that these dark elves are looking to use. She runs into it. The energy is full of her. Or, no, she is full of the energy. Yes, that's it. Her body sucks up the energy. So now the dark elves want her, and of course Thor wants to protect her. He takes her to Asgard, and shenanigans happen. Like I tell you. This movie is not for me. And in fact, honestly, I do believe that I'm being compl- I'm being as objective as I can here. The first half of the movie is awfully dull. It is awfully dull and very disinteresting. I could not really keep myself as interested as I wanted. And I kept wanting for it to turn around. And at some point, the movie does make a turn for the better. Somewhere past the midway point, it kind of gets on track. It kind of gets going. The 
action towards the end of the film is good and is enjoyable and it's kind of fun, but it takes a long time to get to that. And while I want to sit here and tell you, yeah, that's it, Marvel does it again, check out Thor The Dark World. It was more like Snore The Dork World for me. I just couldn't do it, everybody. So... I jeez, oh, this is, is this the first one I'm panning? Is this the first Marvel movie I'm giving a straight out pan to? It's a D plus. <laughs>